Alright, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Dave Smith Absurd Comedy, where you can count on absolute absurdity and random randomness. Alright, let's get into it. That's right, people. Thank you, thank you very much. We're here to uh, to talk about your dreams this evening. Yeah. Yes. I'm doing all right. How are you, man? Ah, uh, man. If I want to talk about people's dreams, then I'm doing pretty well. Right. Some first world problems, right? Really? You know, like you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, damn, my laptop charger broke. Oh no, everything yeah. is terrible now. Yeah, exactly. I broke a nail. Karen alert, Karen alert. Well, right. What is it with the Karen thing now? Like, I'm surprised they haven't canceled that. I feel See, bad because my sister, my sister-in-law's name's Karen, but she's cool. She's like, she's t- my, you know, my sister-in-law Karen is totally not a Karen. <laughs> oh, it's really oh. Karen like. <laughs> so I feel bad that they picked that name, but it is a funny thing, right? It's an ism. It's a thing, right? There's it all is- these people that are like, wait a minute, you can't barbecue here. Like, why do you care where I barbecue? It's just cool about your life. Yeah, because people need to know I have opinions. That's right. That's right. Because I have more (laughs) opinions and are like a-holes. Everybody's got one, except I have four and I want to share them. (laughs) (laughs) All four of them are equally as bad as the last. (laughs) Oh, man. Wow, that's whiskey dick if it was a sound. I know, right? (laughs) There was a, uh, I lived up in the Lake Tahoe area for a while, and there was a bar up there called Whiskey Dicks. (laughs) Every time I drove by it, I just thought about, you know, that poor guy at the bar that spent, you know, whatever, a hundred bucks. Finally, he's about to seal the deal, but Whiskey Dick. I mean, listen, I've been to the point of just punching it almost, like just yell at it and then be disappointed. But nope, now figure it out how to marshmallow. And that's how if you, that's if you yell at it hard enough, something will happen. <laughs> yeah, I respond to fear. <laughs> well, well, now we're talking about that there tanky childhood trauma that turns me on. I just I recollect the preacher and I start getting a Woodrow Wilson. I tell you what, you know, uh, childhood. I tell no you wonder why. I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's an. It's no wonder we're hilarious because we've been through a world of hurt. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, southern southern upbringings are a lot different. Like gunshots aren't always bad. Like I can hear three pop off, and it just meant my dad was home. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, but the after school programs, those had a whole different connotation in the church, didn't they? Right. It was like, oh, Mr. Minister, stop that. Stop that. Wait. Oh, that hurt. Oh, man. You know, that's the one reason I'm really glad that I stayed away from the churches. Right. One of the many reasons. Hypocrisy. Yeah. One of the many. Hey, we got a message already. Oh, so. So, yep. So, I guess we should do a little introduction. We're doing dream interpretations this evening. This was uh, this was Keith's idea. I thought it was brilliant. Um, yeah. So, either come to us with your real dreams, your fantasy dreams, or um, you know, 
Open, open stage. The stage is yours. You want to hit that message or should I? Oh. And another thing. Hey, how are we doing? Just fine, fine. Evening. Hello, Keeper. How are you? Wow, she sounds sweet. I'm doing well. Happy. She is uh, sweet. That is the, that is the uh, karaoke, the, I'm sorry, the ukulele. EMC, oh, the ukulele. She sings, a, she sings, got a voice of an angel, plays the ukulele like a mofo. Man, that's awesome. I sound like a fiddle when I talk. <laughs> Better a fiddle than a dying cat. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Why don't we take a second to introduce ourselves? Because, um, you know, this is the first show I've done with the hilarious Keith Burr. Um, I, you know, I found you. I don't recollect and right about now. Whether it was uh, Instagram that I found your shit, or it might have been TikTok, but you know you're you're a content addict like I am. <laughs> you put out a lot uh, of stuff. I just create it compulsively. I don't know there you where go. it comes from. Like I don't remember half the words I even say. I don't know what's going to come up next. It's amazing. <laughs> Right. Don't try to figure it out. Just keep doing it. But yeah, love yeah. what you do. Love the energy you bring. It's always positive. Always just, you know, either like, why is life so hysterically, hysterically ironic or just like, here's some funny shit. <laughs> and, you know, yeah. um, it, there's so I a lot of jokes in this, you know, satire. <laughs> so what got you started in the whole uh, content creation thing? Keith? Um, Desperation. Yeah, probably have to blame it on that. Sheer desperation. Yeah, yeah. It's a really good driving force. You know, but um, no, I started making content because I wanted to do stand-up comedy. And uh, I've been lucky. I've gotten to do a bit already. But, you know, COVID restrictions really hurt everything. That's why I went to Florida, so I could do it. Mm, nice. Oh, that's awesome. I'm still working on, I'm still, uh, I think I finally got up the courage to, to sign up for my first open mic comedy act. Oh man, so I've never it's done it. different. It's so fun. I mean, yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, I've got a little experience. I sang in bands, I've done karaoke and stuff like that. So I'm used to the feeling of being humiliated in front of people. That's nothing new. Um, you know, <laughs> that's what high school's for, you know, really get it out of your yeah. system, you know, because you're desensitized exactly. to it. Yeah, uh, I was the youngest of four, too, so I started early with that. Oh, man, I, I was the only child, so dehumanized. Uh, well, <laughs> I was an only child, so I was like attention uh, to death. It was awful. I had a haircut that was inspired by dinnerware, I had round rim. Oh, glasses. you too? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, man, I had a bowl cut. I had a salad bowl cut. I think that's what you're referring to, right? Oh yeah, it's like a it's like a meal inspired uh, accoutrement. <laughs> yeah, just a little, yep. just a little touch on the end, you know, just a what's that called? A uh, relish, <laughs> right? We could have at least cleaned the bowl first, Ma. Damn. We only got one Ooh, bowl. We got a, what the hell? <laughs> we got a couple people streaming in. Yeah, man. So um. Just a quick wrap. Uh, like, you know, yeah, I got into content creating 
just because, uh, yeah, sheer desperation as well. I've also got kind of, uh, you know, dreams of <clears throat> doing comedy, doing broadcasting. And also, I just find it's really important to talk about some of the things that are going on in the world right now. So I started a podcast to talk about that and another thing with Dave. And um, yeah, started a product line. Seek the truth because it's important, you know, within this whole era of alternative facts. You know, find the real ones. <laughs> I love alternative it's, facts. It's, it's a right? Isn't that crazy? Isn't, it, isn't that the wackadoodlest term you've ever heard in your life? Yeah, that's the most like counterintuitive, like turn around, just slap in the face. Right. Like, yeah, you actually, actually correct tried to sell me on that. Yeah, you tried to sell us that. Yep, they did. <laughs> wow. And guess what? Since not... we ain't got no pubic college, they done sold it to most of us. <laughs> well, I mean, they didn't pass. They didn't pack it as a stimulus check. So, I mean, whose fault is it? Right. Oh Jesus! All right, let's hit a message here. All right, I got Who it. do we got? Dave, you're too sweet to me. Okay. None of those things. Don't don't let don't lie to you, Keith. Don't don't let me lie to you. <laughs> oh well, don't let him lie. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I can lie to I'm me. Go ahead and lie to me. I am a human lie detector because I, you know, I'm very experienced in the field. So, <laughs> in the arts, <laughs> it is. It's a fine art, you know. But you know, yeah. you got to toe the line carefully. You know, <laughs> it's essential sometimes. Or like, you know, if you grew up in a sketchy childhood situation, it might have been an imperative survival skill. I don't know if you would call it sketchy as much as it was just like child endangerment. Like, well, there you go. All the I, I was just trying to say, not, I was trying to come at it nice because I don't know, and I don't want to put that on you or anything, but you know, yeah, same, right? Home alone. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I did kind of look like Kevin McAllister. It was <laughs> with that bowl cut and the platinum blonde hair. My goodness. I mean, that was my neighbor player. actually, my juvenile delinquent neighbor actually broke into my house once at, when my parents were out of town. And he went and was raiding my refrigerator to steal a bunch of food because he didn't have food in his home. And uh, and he was I was all cool with it until he started taking yogurt. And like, you know, we never that was like a like a luxury in my house. So I went and got my toy bow and arrow my with darts at the end. It didn't even have, you know, it, it had like a, um, a suction cup at the end. Didn't even have a point. <laughs> but I chased him out of the house with these things because I was shooting him in the face. <laughs> You don't mess with a man's yogurt, right? I think no, we all know I'm that. telling you right now. California boy and his yogurt. Damn them Spartan words, son. <laughs> I tell you it's, what. It's, there's two H's in what. That's what people don't know. Well, there's four <laughs> when it's Bill Clinton saying, I tell you what. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm a snowed old man, baby. I can't hurt nobody. Just... <laughs> there's, there's four H's and 14 A's in that what? And I'll tell you what, I did not diddle that girl. I just marinated a cigar, okay? Talk about some whores in this house. We used to import ass like a cutie, you know? <laughs> oh, God, Hillary's not here. She's a fucking 
Oh, we got some horses in this house too. My God, you should see Hillary when she naked. My God. She was a handsome woman at one point in time. Handsome like a linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, I tell you what. I thought that was Michelle. She she's always been a little bit butch. <laughs> butch is a fun word, right? I wonder yeah, sometimes I wonder where they come from. Like who's a smart Alec? Like who was Alec and fucking how bad was he that we have a whole like trope of shit named after him. I know. He should be like he should be like Nikola Tesla, right? And like a national hero. Yeah, I mean he is to me. I mean, but yeah, you know, I have really low standards. Him and Murphy, right? Murphy, that's one of my Murphy's other heroes. Law. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you do, you never call from that Hillary Clinton on her mustache. <laughs> I look both ways before crossing that lady. Her oh, man. Wait, did you say did you say mustache? She's, <laughs> She's got a stash of she got a big old stash of muff. <laughs> My gosh, like a probably 1970s Playboy in there. Well, I mean that, and I'm just talking about all the lesbians that she's got in her little, you know, and you know, in her stable. I can imagine, you know. I mean, come oh, on, that was a power. People... That was a power marriage, right? Come on. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, that was a that was a business deal, definitely. right? For sure. I have a question though. Like, this is real, a uh, real question. Like, are lesbians the only real people who do that? Like, whistle where they finger their mouth, like. <laughs> 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 Well, I think, uh, yeah, I think the Clintons and Jeffrey Epstein. Oh. Mr. Epstein, he great man. <laughs> He's, that's so funny, like that 27 times on a plane and nothing is really said about it. And look, no, I didn't know him. Yeah, nothing happened. I mean, come on. Right. Right. I swear to God, I was just marinating some cigars. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> Not give a fuck. I mean, they don't care at all. <laughs> they know it's gonna roll now, right off their backs. But now I'm surprised, <clears throat> being being the perv that Bill Clinton is, I'm surprised he didn't just go full tilt boogie and start with you know maybe partner with um, Monica Lewinsky and do a do a line of cigars, Lewinsky's cigars. You know, they could be all pre marinated. You know. 10% of profits, proceeds go to, you know, starving children in Africa. Uh, and and we, marinate, a... we, we marinate each and every cigar for 15 minutes in the vagina of Ms. Monica Lewinsky, the authentic member. I mean, there's a real cash value idea right there. I mean, she did make the most famous stain in the history of the world besides like the Shroud of Turin or something. So, I mean. Well, I mean, now he made the stain. She just kept it. <laughs> Well, that's where the semantics come into play. She right. Don't be all anti-semitic or semantic. Don't be all anti-semantic on me. <laughs> I hate semantics, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, I've never met a like old either. Wait a minute. Whoops. <laughs> Mount what? Oh, semantics. Semantics. My bad. My bad. <laughs> those are some. Those are some uh, racy antics you got there. Hee-haw! <laughs> oh, man. Wait. Oh, the sweet person here. She has another question. The ukulele. 
Just doing your girl lady. That's... If it isn't, there's another thing. Hey, you got a friend here. Here's me. Just keep going.
You kidding me? Like, dude, that's something you do to a hundred dollar guitar as an experiment, or just a neck as an experiment. Yeah, you, know? you do that to a silk but not a working <laughs> instrument. I mean, this guitar played beautifully when I lent it to him, and I got it back, and it would not hold a chord. Like, what? 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 And icing oh, on the cake, dude. Heart. Icing on the cake, dude. I got the guitar from a friend who died mysteriously. He called 911 and said, help, I've been shot by a 357 Magnum. And by the time the cops had got there, he had bled out and he'd been shot in the stomach. And to this day, nobody ever knows, nobody still knows if it was suicide or if it was like a robbery gone wrong or something. Oh man, dude, that's crazy. That definitely so, sounds like and, the robbery. And I got the guitar from him and then my other friend fucks it all up. I'm like, really dude, are you kidding me? Things come full circle up there. That's horrible. Oh. At least they just stole mine. <laughs> yeah, they didn't piss. They didn't like give you a lemon cut and then put, or, or a paper cut and then put lemon juice in it. <laughs> right? Right. It's like, it's nothing worse than stealing, like having somebody steal from you and then they help you look for it. <laughs> yeah. So weird, man. But yeah. Don't loan anybody an instrument. Well, no, or nope. books or like, or anything. Um, Just don't do it because you won't get it back. I've, like I've done it with microphones, right? I mean, there's this chick in San Francisco that still has two of my microphones ten, from ten years ago, and it's like, whose responsibility is to is it to return them? It's yours. You borrowed it. Mail me the shit. You know, exactly. Like you did them the favor, so right. But now it's up to me to go find them, track them down, and, and get my shit back. Like, wow. So, yeah, just don't loan people stuff. And then, you, A, you'll keep more friends because <laughs> you won't get pissed off at them for not returning your stuff. And, B, you won't lose a bunch of stuff. And then, C, you won't have to keep a mental list of who you loaned what because they won't return it when they say they will. But how are you supposed to get friends if you don't give them things? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what my mom and daddy taught me is you buy your friends. Yeah, actually, you know, they told me that you choose your family. That's one thing that I learned. (laughs) It's a good thing because my family, most of them, pieces of garbage. Well, it's a beautiful thing. You can choose your friends, right? I mean, my my friends basically became my family, you know? Yeah, that's what I mean. You can choose your family. Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, I was pretty, pretty lucky in the family department, but um, you know. Oh, well, I mean, but I feel you. I feel you. Oh my! Like my grandparents were amazing. Oh, I have a really small family on my dad's side. I don't really know my mom's side of the family because they were they were the real like, they're you know the Hatfields and McCoys. Well, they're the Hatfields. Oh yeah. So seriously? Yeah. Oh, dude, that's dope. That's awesome. That's some cool family history. <laughs> I do. I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe it's not cool in, in, in the form of like, you know, good like Sunday barbecues and stuff for the family. But <laughs> but as far as having a cool his, a cool story to tell, that's pretty fucking cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, my claim to fame right there, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, no, how did it play I, out? Do you know any of them? You ever met them? Like, how, you know, what? how does that yeah, how did it play out in your childhood? That's why I don't go around them anymore because <laughs> I've met them. 
Because they're always shooting each other? No, they're always they're they're shooting the neighbor. <laughs> or shooting up, you know. Oh, shit. That too, huh? I guess, oh, what, yeah. what is up with that? I guess the Appalachians became one of the major epicenters of the opioid epidemic. What is up with that? What do you think? Man, uh, it's because we have a bunch of people around here that really trust everything that their doctors say and don't question anything. And I think that they really pushed it here because who cares, right? Like, it's not going to get a bunch of attention like if it was in a big metropolitan area or anything. Um, right. Right. I actually, one of the biggest pushers was in my town here. Um, his name was, uh, I'll say, yeah, fuck him, Richard Albert. He went to prison. Richard for Albert, life. fuck you. <laughs> yep. I'll say it too, fuck you, you prick, you piece of shit, ruining people's lives. Right. And Man, then, you know, the, the there was a family that was mostly responsible for getting legislation passed so that doctors would recommend oxycodone and i think it was the merkel family something like that yeah, markler merkel but Mer this one Mer family Mer dude this one family is 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 responsible for it and it, like, talk about evil right talk about evil man that's it's, blood money it's worse yeah, than blood it money people's souls it does I've lost friends because of it. Not that they're dead. They just became people that I don't know and I will not talk to anymore because they ripped me off, lied to me. You know, the story about the guitar. He was all spun out. Yeah, man. I mean, it hurts too. I mean, but it's not even as bad as it's worse than outgrowing people because, you know, that happens. Way worse. I didn't outgrow them. I didn't outgrow them, bro. We were bros. We were in a band together. I'd known him yeah. since I was 14. I've known him since I was 14. Then at 22, I give him a place to live for free for two months. And then I tell him he's got to move because he hasn't done nothing. And I'm like, I'll give you a couple hundred bucks for a hotel. But obviously, giving you a place to live for two months didn't help you because you're no better off than you were two months ago. Um, and I'm finding like hidden bottles of booze around the house and stuff. Right. So. He's telling me he's looking for a job, but he can't find a job. And I know if you want a job in San Francisco, you can get one in that day. You know, you just got to lose you your cook ego. cook a burger, you can get a job anywhere. Thank you. If you can cook a burger or whatever, you can fucking, you, you're hired today. You just got to walk the pavement enough hours to talk to enough people, right? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you uh, have to want a job to get one. <laughs> but, but he wouldn't do that shit. He'd circle want ads. He'd circle job ads in the paper. And then he'd be drinking and I'd be like, you know, he'd be, it took me a while to catch on. He's walking around the house with like a plastic cup, a cup you can't see in. And I'm like, what are you yeah. drinking, bro? He's like, oh, Kool-Aid. And I'm like, Kool-Aid. And then I start finding all these empty vodka bottles and I'm like, oh, you're drinking Kool-Aid and vodka. Man. So that's what, what was it? What run out on alcohol? Yeah. And speed. Yeah. Oh, that's. Man, that's weird because most people that take speed, like they don't take, uh, they don't drink alcohol because it doesn't really have as much of an effect. But I guess everybody's different. Well, to go to sleep or when you're not on speed, you know, <laughs> you just drink yourself to slumber. <laughs> um, that's it's yeah. sad because I've been there, man. man. Oh, me too, bro. I mean, you know, he, that's what I'm saying. He was my best friend. So, he, you know, he wasn't 
really doing shit that I wasn't doing. It's just he did it Ooh. to the point where it ruined our friendship. Yeah. Man. He, he took uh, from me. Of... He what? He took from me to do it. And it's like, you know, he went from us doing it together to stealing from me to keep his habit going. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, they'll get desperate. Yeah, man. Take me. Just changes people. This same guy went so far as to steal an ounce of weed from me. And then he took it down to this Coke dealer that I knew. Except the Coke dealer was a good friend of mine. He calls me up. He's like, guess who's here with an ounce of your weed? Because I grew it. And it was like, it was really unique, right? So you could tell it was mine. He called me up right away. He's like, guess who's here with an ounce of your weed? Did you sell it to him? Like the guy had my back, right? Yeah. Shit. That's a uh, real life pineapple express. Dude, and and dude, this this could have been a movie, right? It still could be. Because he calls me up and he asks me, he's like, do you want me to hold him for you? Yeah. All, the, mean, give, all of a sudden, have, we got see. Pulp Fiction, bring out the gimp, right? But I was yeah. like, no. But I was like, no, I don't want you to hold it. What am I going to do? Beat his ass senseless? Then what? Am I going to feel better? No. Am I going to get my weed back? Well, yeah, I would have got my weed back in hindsight. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, I mean, but, but you know, would you I would have wiped the street with him. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I would have gone to jail because I would have beat his ass, and and it wouldn't have been a contest because I was so angry, right? Yeah, could you imagine Uh, just sitting in a jail cell being like, yeah, I feel better now. Right, because I just beat the shit out of one of my good friends, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, no, that would not make me No winning in that situation. There's no winning. So I just walked away and was like, nah, man, I don't want you to hold them for me. But but what if I did say yes? There's, There's like Three different movie possibilities right there, right? Yeah, the worst being yeah. the Black Snake. As a matter of fact, can you hold them for me? And do you have any duct tape or should I stop by Home Depot? Well, right? Yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> what kind of an amateur are you? Don't have duct tape with you already? <laughs> yeah, bro, you better stop by Home Depot. Get some plastic and some duct tape. Good call. Good call. Right. You know, just a Dexter kid. <laughs> We're normal people. Right? Exactly. <laughs> or like, you know, uh, Ocean's 13, whatever. <laughs> God, Ocean's Baker's Dozen. Is... The last one's so bad. You, you you can't force people into movies just for, oh, God, I don't want to get into that. Money. No, exactly. The first one was great. The first one was great. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Um, but then they got into all that other shit. I yeah. like uh, see Point Break. <laughs> no, uh, what was that one movie? Shit, um, I cannot think of. All right, that does it for this episode. Until next time, please do drop a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, you can give a rating. If you're digging what I'm doing, picking up what I'm throwing down, please share on social media. Check out my two YouTube channels, Dave Smith Absurd Comedy and The Real Kings and Queen of Comedy. Until next time, keep smiling.